Born in Cork, grew up in Dublin. Okay. You're listening to Irish Radio Canada Home and Abroad at Collision in Toronto, and Collision evolved out of the Web Summit that was established in Dublin a number of years ago by Paddy Cosgrave, and he then established in the US with one in, sorry, North America, with one in Vegas, then he went to New Orleans, and now is in Toronto for the first of three years. And the great thing about Collision is it's bringing together tech talent from all over North America and in the midst of it all lots of Irish people and Kevin Toomey is here with me and Kevin is Toronto based uh, here now for about seven years he says he's from Dublin so we expect no one ever tells lies and it's face value Kevin thanks a million for coming along no problem thanks for having me on um, you're here about seven years what brought you to Canada first of all so before uh, moving to Toronto my wife and I were living in Amsterdam and we've been living there for three and a half years but I always had that itch to move to a big North American city so right. uh, moved here a number of years ago we uh, our first time into Toronto was when we got off the plane with our two suitcases on our dog we'd never actually been here before we came over with no jobs no apartments just an Airbnb for 10 days uh, and within that space of time we found an apartment we found uh, a job pretty soon after that and I've been here since and I was loving it I have to ask you because just what you said as you get off the plane because I know when we got off the plane we had no jobs either <laughs> because you couldn't yeah. at, at our time you could not have a job unless you had the letter from an employer yeah. Yeah. So, you, but you could get in so did you have to go through a point system or with your application we did back in 1988 yeah so the great thing when I first came over you were able to get a working holiday visa for two years Yeah. and it was pretty dead forward to guess uh, it was application process no points required and it allowed you into the country to work for up to two years right. uh, so we came over on that and to your point it was very difficult to get a job until you got on the ground we've been reaching out to people told them we have the visa but until you're here in the city it was very difficult to land that job um, so after two years then we applied for a permanent residency yeah. and that's based on the point system it takes into account your uh, college education the type of job you're working in how long you've been in the city um, and luckily we qualified with enough points for permanent residency and have been here since so so the only thing then Kevin is that some employers are resident to, to employ someone on a two year visa yeah. and it means that there's certain areas that are closed to you yeah. until you get your permanent residency yeah. so did that present difficulties? No, not at all uh, Canadians are pretty open to employing people if they know they're just on the on the two-year working holiday visa a lot of them are open to sponsoring you as well if it's something that you stay here longer for right and I think they value the, the Irish workforce they know they're they're highly skilled hard-working good educated so and maybe it's my industry with advertising and marketing that you would normally spend around two to three years in an advertising agency so if you're here for two years they would see that as a good return on investment and a good gamble to take correct so the other thing I know I often said to people when they arrive on the two-year uh, visas is that the day you land is the day you're working to yeah. get it extended. Yeah. You can't wait until two years and three hundred or one year and three hundred and sixty four days. Absolutely. Too late. Yeah. Yeah. So I take it then you had the ambition the second you landed that you were putting the wheels in motion gearing towards yeah, the other we had a pretty good idea that um, we were going to stay here for past the two years. Yeah. It's a it's a big commitment, it's a big upheaval, um, both mentally and financially and everything else to move country. So we weren't in a rush to do it again. So after maybe a year in Toronto, we started looking at permanent residency. We started getting our paperwork in order. We had a couple of calls with immigration people to make sure we're going about it in the right way. But once you know the process, once you're guided a little bit in terms of having to get a police certificate from back home or from the Netherlands and getting your 
uh, qualifications transcribed and recognised over here. It's a relatively straightforward process. It's a it's a good bit of work, but for the reward that you get on the back of it, I think it's completely worth it. And then timelines, because that is often the fear and the challenge people have, that if you are efficient with your uh, transcripts, your pro all the, the paperwork needed, yeah. the process moved quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the biggest delay was on the Irish side, getting our college degrees and qualifications from the universities sent over here. That delayed us by around three months. Okay. But in terms of the Canadian side and the immigration side, it was pretty smooth. Yeah, you have to wait a little bit of time. You need to make sure you give yourself enough time, around six months in total, uh, from when you apply. Okay. Once you go through, once you do your English test, you do your medical, all of that, it's pretty straightforward. Right, right. Okay, so then your first job. Yeah, so first job was with a PR and communications agency called, uh, actually I won't say the name, it was with a PR and communications agency, I was their head of digital, so okay. I had worked in the Netherlands, I ran a digital agency there called CKSK, they're an Irish company that set up in the Netherlands, I ran that office and then came over here, interviewed around, interviewed at this company and got the, head, the job as head of digital, so I was trying to um, modernise the way they did social media and content and paid media advertising, which is Okay. Uh, my background. So right. did that for two years. It was a great opportunity to learn another side of the marketing mix. My background is primarily digital, as I said, and also traditional TV marketing and advertising. Right. So to learn a little bit PR and making more rounded was a great experience. And then it opened up a lot of doors to some big Canadian companies, the likes of Labas, the likes of Tip. Uh, a lot of the alcohol brands and I spent those two years uh, building my network, uh, building what I wanted to do next in my career. I had been maybe 10 or 12 years on the advertising agency side at that time okay. and I knew that I wanted to go client side so I took my time, I used the two years with the, the PR and communications agency to build my network as I said and figure out what was the next move for me. And the next move was to the current job? Yeah, so um, <coughs> I had heard a little bit about Mars Discovery District where I am now and uh, I'd heard a little bit about what they do and I said okay that would be, sounds like an interesting place and Mars Discovery District is the best way I can describe it, it's like a mix of the IDA and Enterprise Ireland and foreign direct investment agencies all under one house but also giving advisory service to over 1200 startups that we support in Ontario. Okay. So I came in as their marketing director looking across all of our digital and social properties then also growing the brand of Mars itself. Uh, Mars suffers from being associated with the chocolate bar company um, yeah. but also just unless you work in the tech space people don't really know who we are or what we're doing and as uh, the Prime Minister Justin Trudeau referenced on uh, Monday night at the opening ceremony, Toronto is a jewel in the crown of uh, tech globally at the moment. We're going through a bit of a renaissance and Mars is very much a uh, supporting um, player in that. We're one of many players that is elevating Toronto tech. So Kevin, is Mars an acronym for anything? Uh, no, it's often uh, confused with being an acronym for medical and research sciences. Yeah. Um, but the truth is, uh, our founder, Dr. John Evans, who's one of the greatest Canadians of all time, uh, he was a philanthropist, he was a, a doctor, he was the president of U of T. Uh, he had the vision over 15 years ago to uh, come together with some other like-minded philanthropists and buy what was at the time the old Toronto General Hospital. Okay. And it was going to be turned down, it was going to be knocked down and turned into condos, and Dr. John Evans said, no, we, uh, we, we don't need any more condos. 
uh, he came together to build this um, to build this uh, company and organization and nonprofit that would support Canadian startups that are doing good for the world and changing uh, people's lives. So from a startup perspective then um, you provide them with the uh, as location yeah. and with an infrastructure that allows them <laughs> to get on to develop what they're good at. Yeah, so um, Mars is 1.5 million square feet of real estate in downtown Toronto. Uh, we're opposite Queen's Park, which is the government building of the province. We're also opposite UFT, but then we're also surrounded by four or five hospitals. So we're right in the middle of research, politics, university uh, and graduates. So we're in the ideal location. And within the 1.5 million square feet, we've around 150 uh, tenants. And they're a mix of startups, they're a mix of investors, and they're a mix of corporate partners. So within Mars, it's Autodesk, there's J Labs, they have their only office, or their first office outside of North America and in Toronto. And Facebook's in their space, PayPal, CFAR, OSR, all these great companies are based out of Toronto. And the best way to describe it is that the Mars Complex or the Mars Centre is like a shopping centre or a shopping mall for startups. You can bump into a corporate partner to help scale your business. You can bump into an investor to get the next round of funding for your company. But then also what Mars provides is advisory service uh, across four sectors. Uh, we work with health, clean tech, fintech and enterprise software. So then Kevin, is there a, a shelf life? And by that I mean if someone goes in as a startup that there is an expectation within a certain period of time that uh, or at a certain point you're ready to move on and stand on your own two feet. Yeah, so for companies that actually, for startups that are housed in Mars, we deliberately set the lease uh, within maybe two or three years because okay. if they haven't outgrown their space, uh, that's a sign that something's gone wrong or right. they're not progressing as they should. But also we want to work with companies from uh, when they start developing revenue of around a million dollars that we call a start uh, stage company, mm -hmm. all the way up to scale. So it goes from start, grow and scale, grow is around 5 million in revenue and then scale is 5 million plus. Okay. And what we're heavily focused on now is making sure that Toronto has more companies that are scaling. So to give you an example, yesterday you might have heard that Wellsimple announced a $100 million round of funding. We want to see more and more Canadian startups getting to that $100 million round of funding and Mars wants to help them get there. So having had experience in Ireland, in the Netherlands and now in Canada, is there a marked difference in how things are done and how things are thought about uh, and how things are progressed? Yeah, I, I think um, there are definitely similarities between Ireland and Canada in terms of uh, business, personalities, the way things are done. The Netherlands and the Dutch would be a little bit further removed from that. Uh, the, the similarities between the Irish and the Canadians, the Dutch are definitely more blunt to the point. Um, but in terms of business and startup culture, I've been out of Ireland for a number of years now, mm -hmm. in seven years. I'm, I'm not familiar with anything at the scale and size of Mars. And also the Toronto tech ecosystem is having a moment, as I said. Um, you mentioned that this is the first year that Collision is coming to Toronto. Mm -hmm. uh, Paddy Cosgrave has been quite vocal about the fact that he was getting a lot of criticism from uh, associates in Silicon Valley for not going to San Francisco. And that's because Toronto is different. Um, we are, we're, we're an open society. 
uh, we're very diverse, we have great talent, uh, and as America and other countries are closing its borders, Canada and Toronto are opening them and we're right. welcoming everyone in. And that's paying off because one of the biggest challenges that startups have is hiring great talent. Mm -hmm. And more and more great talent is not only coming out of Toronto, but they're moving to Toronto as well. So here at the, the at Collision itself this year, Mars has space taken. Uh, how has it been for you? Uh, it's been fantastic. Uh, it's been uh, three or four days of back-to-back -back programming. We've used the space at, Mar at Collision to profile around 12 of our startups. We've had uh, discussions and chats and fireside discussions with them and some of our venture leads. And then it's just been a fantastic opportunity to meet new partners, new people coming in, figuring out what Mars is all about and what we're doing. And um, last year when they announced that Collision was coming to Toronto, uh, Mars got on board straight away. Mm -hmm. We knew this was going to be a big deal. We were familiar with Web Summit in Lisbon, obviously. We knew mm -hmm. to uh, Collision in New Orleans and we knew that Toronto had to get behind this because we have a, my, my boss, my, the CEO of Mars Young Wu would say we have a, a limited window, we need to grasp this opportunity with both hands and make the most of what we can and Collision is one of the, mm -hmm. one of the signals that Toronto is having a moment so mm -hmm. yeah we've been behind this since day one and it's been a fantastic opportunity hearing rumours that it's going to be even bigger and better next year and mm -hmm. after the three or four days here in Toronto I can see why. Yeah. yeah. Kevin I've taken up your time, it's been brilliant chatting with you um, and uh, I know we'll connect from time to time as uh, Collision stays in Canada. Thank you Austin, great to talk to you.